found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Well, it's a hot day edition of Tidbits, 24th day of the month of May. Here we are. Truly will be ill prepared today, Matthew. Why is that? I haven't even been into the site. Oh, no. Yeah, it's been one of those mornings. A terrible, terrible thing happened yesterday. What? My uh, phone got to the point where I was borrowing a charger. Right. Okay. Okay. And um, it was going in a little tough, but, uh, you know, I kept forcing it, forcing it. Yeah. And sure enough, it got to the point where doesn't charge oh no so i had to buy a brand new one oh and unfortunately for me you know change i know it's like ah, uh, when am i i don't even remember the default messaging that i had before sure what i'm getting now is not what it, it's just it's driving me crazy i i just don't know what i'm doing and um i don't know it's just and let me be the poster child for individuals that do not have insurance on their phone. So you're saying go ahead and get that? Yeah, I would yeah. highly recommend it. Okay. And I have it on this particular model, although right now I wouldn't care if it'd fall apart. <laughs> now, is that is that an iPhone? Are you rocking an is iPhone? Is it? No, I don't think so. Is it? Okay, let me see. Hold there you back. go, buddy. You can check it out. what you got here. Oh, no, it's a one Get it all fingerprinted. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm going to take this into the bathroom. Maybe you can lick it. <laughs> Go ahead and lick it. <laughs> so, I know nothing about these see? phones. I thought about buying one. So here I am. You know, it's like, I don't, uh, I don't know. So I'll have to just keep messing with it, I guess. Of course, you'll lose some of your material, even though they transfer it all, supposedly. Right. And then you end up with, you know, some of the stuff you didn't have. And it's, just, oh. I'm, I'm, and I just, uh, you know, what was it? Well, the last few weeks, Snapchat. I, I, yeah, I got, got involved on the Snapchat. in Snapchat. Yeah. And then now I've lost that. Now everybody else that, uh, you know, they'll have to rejoin or, or whatever the case. I don't know. I'm just, I'm probably going to treat it just like a phone and a texting device and stay off apps. I've just decided <laughs> it's too much work. Uh, how are you mobile order? From your restaurants. Well, they're still on there. Okay, well, that's good. Okay. Because it did transfer, you know, the majority of those. Right. You know, including Snapchat. But then you got to, I got to put my little cartoon character back in there. And it was so good. My last cartoon character. It looked character, just like you. It, it looked just like and you. And I don't know that I could match that. It was amazing. So, I'll, uh, I'll get through somehow, Matt. Thanks for your support. No problem, buddy. <laughs> this, Sorry you're going through this. Yeah, terrible, terrible it thing. It is. You know, the uh, this story concerning two young children playing in the driveway outside their Pennsylvania home when they were attacked by a bear. What? They're five and fourteen months old. Oh my gosh! Taken to a hospital where they were treated for bites and scratches. They've both been released, so that's good. Yeah. Officials with the state wildlife department said there are few details about the incident or what might have provoked that attack. 
The bear involved in Monday's incident likely isn't prone to attacks. The attack more likely was triggered by some unknown circumstance. As a precaution, the Game Commission set two bear traps in the area of the attack, something that uh, other children can step in. <laughs> you know, <it's, laughs> I mean, if you think about it. Well, that backfired. Are they? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a woods nearby? I mean, I don't know. And again, it's a bear trap. Okay, somebody steps in that. It's, it's just uh, they have them laying around out in the front yard. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know what you know. Uh, are they using the kids as bait. All right, children, go play as normal. <laughs> this, this from the Ford Motor Company. <laughs> they reversed their previous decision to remove. AM radio from their products. They were going to eliminate AM yeah. radio, and you just yeah. wouldn't, you know, and that would hurt us. That's you know, why we have an FM translator. Instead, AM radio will be included in all 2024 Ford and Lincoln vehicles, both gas and electric. So, good that? news. The uh, CEO, Jim Farley, tweeted that after discussions with policy leaders, Ford recognized the importance of AM broadcast radio to the emergency alert system. That's not just it. AM radio offers some good stuff. You know, it really does. Sure. They even extended this feature to owners of Ford EVs without AM broadcast capability through a software update. Tesla, BMW, Porsche, Audi, Volvo, Volkswagen... They've been gradually phasing out AM radio in their electric vehicles. What about guys that own them, own AM radio stations? <laughs> what, do you, what do you do? What are you going to do? I know, man. I know. Will we eventually not see AM radio? It kind of seems like it. seems like we're heading that direction. You know, I think back to the days of my youth in WLS Chicago. Mm-hmm. AM station, 50,000 watts. Yeah. Travels throughout the land. Mm-hmm. Would that somehow be eliminated? You know, the Possibly. Cubs. The Cubs are in AM radio in Chicago. I, I just, I just don't get that. Well, now we're in the age of satellite radio, radio from above <laughs> that you pay for. Yeah, I. You know, why do you want to pay for stuff? You know, it's free. All the cool kids are getting it. <laughs> you should get it too. <laughs> well, we go back. In 15 or 20 years, where people will bring back out their transistor radios. Probably. Probably. Hey, guys, look at this. Isn't this cool? <laughs> I'm not getting anything. but this, Wow. <laughs> I just don't understand that. That was the beginnings of radio. Right. KDKA. Pittsburgh. Mm. First one to ever send a signal. Does it still get to keep that? Uh, yeah, they're still KDKA. Okay. Even though they're east of the Mississippi. Right. Because that's how it's divided up. Yeah. In case you didn't know, here's some radio Here we factoid. go. All right. Every radio station. On east, us. Uh, this is on this us. Is on, this is we're free. not going to charge we're, you we're to go to school. You this. Unlike other, you know, you're paying for satellite. We paid to learn this. We did. <laughs> <laughs> you get this free with us. So. Every radio station, I don't know what year this was enacted, but every radio station east of the Mississippi has a call letter designation beginning with W. 
So like WLHM, WHZR, WSAL, you know, all your favorite, they start with W. Uh, West of the Mississippi, it's all K. And eventually, after so long, they went to four letters instead of three. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I, I don't know. We'll see what the future holds. And I'm pretty sure if you if you start or if you start a uh, a brand new radio station, you kind of you get to pick its call letters, don't you? Yeah, I you believe to, so. Yeah. Now, if you think back, and this is what I hear, and yeah. again, this is a free lesson, folks. <laughs> WSAL. Yeah. Been around since 1949. W, of course, the identifies right. that, that has to be there. Yeah, SAL station at Logansport. Okay. Did there you ever you hear that? I did hear that. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I've always heard WLHM Logansport hit music. Yeah. And I don't know about that. I don't either. But I think you need to go back to L one hundred two. I, I think that was a hit period. <laughs> L one hundred two. I played for L one hundred two softball. There you go. <laughs> We have an L one hundred two toolbox floating around here somewhere. It's six thirty one. We'll uh, take this break and we'll be back with tidbits. This is tidbits. It is a hump day edition of tidbits as we continue. 69% of Gen Z okay. is using cash more now than they did 12 months ago. Now, what the, how old was that kid that was working with us there for a while? Nick. How old? Oh, okay. He, is he He's, a Gen Zer? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I was like a fool. <laughs> a fool for not using my card for everything. Why are you carrying? I was a fool. <laughs> okay. Why are you dragging Nick into this? Well, I, that's what his deal was. It was like, uh, I was just an updated fool. Okay. All right. The findings from Credit Karma, a digital personal finance and credit service, mm-hmm. shows a rise in cash stuffing by Gen Zers learning how to manage their cold, hard cash. I'm, I, I've always got, at least to try to carry cash. I may not have it to carry. But don't you? You always got your little money clip thing. You've got a, a buck or two on there. Oh, I do. So let's see what Matt's got today. Is this a special day for Matt? He's got two Chris 20s. Yeah. Now come rob me in the streets, please. <laughs> I'll find you up by your vehicle. When <laughs> it. But anyway, cash or envelope <clears throat> stuffing is an old school budgeting hack. That directs people to divide their money into different categorized envelopes and only spend from the designated stash. Any leftover cash then goes into savings. Right. Don't they still teach this in school? No. They really don't. Not really, no. You don't do anything about your budgeting. You don't practice writing checks. You don't do any of that. You're on your own. Because that used to be, you know, you were taught that. According to another Credit Karma survey, nearly half of Gen Z respondents said they relied on social media for financial advice. <laughs> B&L Enterprises, we'll help you invest. <laughs> the most of any generation. 
Well, a quarter of yeah. them said they learned more about money from content creators and school or books. Because just... what they do is they'll, they'll go on there and they'll say, you know, hey, you got some extra cash to spend? Then do this, do this, and do this. And you'll see it double or triple and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Follow me for more great advice. Isn't that good, good advice, though? <laughs> I don't, you know, I just don't know. So... I just, back in our day, I remember, and it was probably in elementary school, okay, we started practicing. Right. Of course, that was, you know, our parents were from the Great Depression. You <laughs> you know, you don't stuff it under your mattress anymore. Okay. <laughs> Here's an anonymous Reddit user. Of course, you did hear stories like that, that, you know, I know, I know people that whose parents have passed away. And they have to go through every single magazine, every single book, you know, because they would stuff cash, you know, they would. Okay. All the inside, you got to shake them out. I mean, why do that, folks? If you don't tell somebody your secret person you can rely on. Right. You're screwed. That's just going to be gone. You can't trust people. You can't trust anyone. It's your secret person. Okay. You know. Go to Genesis of the Bible. You'll be rewarded. <laughs> you know, something like that. <clears throat> right. You'll be rewarded. <laughs> this, this from an anonymous Reddit user posted a photo of an alleged sign that suggests hospital workers at an undisclosed location are being charged for microwave usage. Wow. A photo was uploaded of a sheet on the microwave and claims a single microwave use is two bucks. A monthly unlimited microwave pass is <laughs> just 30 bucks. That's a dollar a day. That's that's like them telling you about your, your life insurance. That's less than a dollar a day. For less than a cup of coffee, you can... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, all right. Apparently, it applies to hospital employees. And it was reportedly taped up in a small break room. Seriously. Are we are we getting to that Is level? that where we're at now? They're available in other areas of the hospital, but the Behavioral Health Unit's social work department posted the sign. Some commenters saw the humor in a paper microwave sign. How do, how do you prevent somebody from using it? you got to put a coin slot in or something, right? It's got to be... You know, I kind of wonder if it's a joke. It, it has to it be. It has you, to be a joke, You right? cannot keep people you from... You can't... Yeah. I mean, it has to be a joke, right? Come on. <laughs> Surely. Surely. Supporters of this sign noted the that charging employees for microwave usage likely deters messy coworkers. You know, they slop it up. Stuff bubbles over. Right. We've had that here. Okay. <laughs> Our microwave right next to the free box. Sure. Okay. Sure. That especially if the main mess makers are from other departments. Hmm. Here we've got, you know, a select few. <laughs> Dale, the microwave policeman. I'll find you. <laughs> Don't be making that smelly stuff while I'm still on the air. Me, I just use the nicotine tainted <laughs> toaster to make Pop Tarts occasionally. <laughs> My go to lighter. <laughs> Dale's go to lighter. <laughs> 
<laughs> in the event that his normal lighter doesn't work. Okay. He'll use the toaster. I've seriously never seen a toaster that pathetic in my life. <laughs> You've reported. Do you have it all the way up? I, I did. It? Last time I cranked okay, it, right. and it was just, it got up, and it was just like just above room temperature. Now, if you turn most toasters up all the way. Oh, it's it's a charred. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's it's ruined. I don't even know why they have that setting. Some people like it. I've been with people before at a restaurant, some friends and so forth. Right. Waffles. Burn it. You know. Burn it. You know. And then they get it, and they're still not happy with it. Seriously. No. No, I want dark darker. <laughs> it's like... Do you have, you know, are you making egos at home? Are you, that's where your toaster comes in handy. Why do you want something blackened? Yeah, I don't know. Like a waffle. Yeah. Beats me. <laughs> Beats me. You know, there's a time when char is okay, when it adds a, a something to a, you know, like to a meat or whatever. But the waffles, <laughs> no. Then on the other end, you got someone that, Orders a, a slab of meat, and they're like, "I want it. I want it rare, bloody. Just walk it next to the uh, to the to the griddle. I want it to still move. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, when I've had rare beef, yeah, I will say it's flavorful. Oh, sure. But again, you know, right? Your plates, you know, there's your fries. They're all sogged <laughs> up. You know, it's a hopeless deal. Right. That's why I need school lunch trays for all of my products. <laughs> larger to school. keep everything yeah, separate. Not the size of, I need them bigger. Yeah. So I can put a slab of sure, meat in sure. a category. Right. <laughs> Maybe we ought to market that. Big boy trays. Okay. <laughs> DNM's big boy trays. <laughs> uh, Tired of your pea soup water getting on your Maybe seat? you're onto something. Here's a guy from... Kentucky, 64 years of age, shot his roommate in the buttocks <laughs> after the victim ate the last hot pocket. Oh, that's a... Well, there you go. <laughs> he deserves it. Do you like them? Hot, hot pockets? Yeah. Who doesn't? It, really? Yeah. You don't like them? I mean, they're smoldering when you, you, know, you first get them out of there. <laughs> But it's like they don't have enough filling. It's like a Pop-Tart. Let's go with the Jumbo Tart. Okay? <laughs> really full of goop that almost encompasses your entire toaster slot. Oh, there you go. You're Why really... can't we get more goop? Why can't you get more in a, in a Hot Pocket? Why can't you just make your own at that point? Well, Just make your own. That's a lot of work. <laughs> it's, it's puff pastry, some meatballs, tomato sauce. <laughs> pinch it together, cook it up, you're good to go. The victim said the roommate began throwing tiles, tiles. at him. Tiles of what? Well, evidently, the uh, the floor is not finished. <laughs> okay. And then he, he attempted to fight back. Oh. When the victim began to leave, the roommate pulled a handgun and shot him in the buttocks. Gosh. The roommate told police he fled a few blocks from the home to get help, probably with a bit of a limp. The victim... Did survive the shooting, and he would hope, and was transported to a local hospital. The roommate arrested, charged with felony assault over a, a hot pocket. A hot pocket. These guys must live like kings. They must. Okay. <laughs> 64 years old. <laughs> you're right. And you're going for a hot pocket, and that's the last one. 
What what uh, wonderful roommates they must be. And you're that angry that you pull a gun. <laughs> it's man. Okay, so you, is that all they have? Are hot pockets? Do they have? What's it called? You call it wet meat. Wet do, meat. Do yeah. they have any wet meat Some in that refrigerator? Meat. There you go. I don't know. And uh, finally, this uh, in our tidbits uh, section today. <laughs> As it's been a, a wonderful session of tidbits. <laughs> it's been a great show. <laughs> How drunk do you have to be to show up naked at a stranger's home is the question. A Florida man was arrested after crashing into a utility pole. Then he showed up at someone's home naked. What? <laughs> Deputies said they responded to uh, the call around 2.14 in the morning. After receiving reports of the crash, they found a pickup that had crashed in and completely severed a utility pole nearby. Investigators said the driver wasn't at the scene. Wow. Less than an hour later, deputies responded to a home (laughs) after getting reports about a burglary and a naked fella banging on the door. (laughs) Matt, it's for you. (laughs) Deputies said they found 39-year-old Kevin Gardner at the home, and he was seen with several injuries on his face and legs. He he was the owner of the crash pickup, though he told deputies that the truck had been stolen. He was then charged. (laughs) I got this. I got these injuries. I fell down the stairs. Yeah, it had nothing to do with my truck. And and when it happened, my clothes ripped off. (laughs) He then changed his story several times saying he had seizures and didn't remember anything. Hmm. According to investigation, a breath test revealed that his blood alcohol content was higher than the legal limit. He was later arrested facing charges now of burglary. It's not bad enough you wreck. you got to right. go indecent exposure, <laughs> criminal mischief, resisting an officer without violence. Okay, so he... Uh, leave me alone. He's pulling away, but, it, right. you know. Leaving the scene of a crash, DUI and three counts of DUI with property damage. Why is he naked? <laughs> Never said. <laughs> Why? Don't you just Why take a nice naked? drive at night naked? I, no, I never have. <laughs> Enjoy the breeze. It's, it's, it's that time of year, Matt. Roll down the windows. All right. <clears throat> take a naked drive and enjoy it. Maybe next time I'll head out at 2 a.m. and... Cruise around town. Be sure you go on a busy highway so truckers can enjoy you. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. Uh, Tidbits on this Wednesday. That'll do it, Matthew. Okay. See you tomorrow. See you, buddy. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.